0: Because actually they are the one who connects the dots and sometimes they represent uh, certain stars, certain actors, they represent certain uh, uh, star directors, therefore the financiers uh, finance those movies only and only because they give these elements the script and then the financiers convince them to represent the script very well at these uh, stars. So the film can be financed. They're kind of like, sometimes they can be master of life and and death.
1: Hello, and welcome to Corvinus Business Intelligence. This is a podcast series dedicated to learning about and from today's and tomorrow's business leaders and to understanding the cutting-edge issues on which they work. Today's podcast, the third in our series, is focused on the business of film. We are thrilled to have back as our guest on Corvinus Business Intelligence, Victoria Petrani, an award-winning Hungary-based producer of Hungarian and international films and the co-founder of Hungary's Proton Cinema. This podcast was created and prepared by the Budapest Investment Club of Corvinus University School of Business in Budapest. My name is Theodore Boone. I am a member of the faculty of Corvinus University School of Business and one of your hosts for this program. So many questions uh, that we'd like to ask you. Uh, One of them is uh, about your cooperation and work uh, with the co-founder of your production company, uh, Proton Cinema. Um, when I think about a producer, and maybe I'm wrong, you can tell me, uh, sometimes I think of a producer as being, among other roles, kind of an enforcer, as enforcer to keep things on time, on budget, just organized and, and under control. Um, and when I learned, uh, if I'm correct, that you have made multiple projects uh, with your co-founder who is... Um, a director and the director of many of the films that you've worked on, it struck me that maybe the, one of the reasons you did that is you know this is somebody you can work with and you're sort of on the same wavelength, um, including from matters relating to to, to business. Um, so if you could talk a little bit about that your relationship uh, with your co-founder, uh, uh, director, and... Is my thinking right that uh, that is part of what producers do and it's helpful to have a director that you're on the same page with first of all
0: and and really first of all it's a friendship and I think it became a friendship so it was not a friendship first we started to work together and it became a friendship very quickly but after more than 20 years. It's uh, it's one of the most important relationships in in life, and obviously a big friendship. Which is, you know, so many things happen. It it, it there were so many obstacles uh, professionally, and it is still a friendship. So I think that that explains a lot uh, about the nature of our collaboration. Uh, Obviously if you if you look at the roles that I'm a producer he's a director and we still founded a company together which is pretty rare and not a very fortunate uh, uh, business model I have to say mm-hmm. because exactly what you said because one should always enforce reasonable limits and the other should be for the for, for, for the sake of the best production um uh, envision big things and always reach a bit further and uh, stretch a bit harder so and and this as a as business partnership can can, can be difficult and it is difficult also for us sometimes so i'm, I'm not saying that that uh, uh, it's always about uh, agreement but i have to say that with cornell as we grew up together it was very organic also so So we didn't uh, enter into this business uh, as well-established, experienced people, but we were practically kids who could hardly afford a plane ticket to a festival together. And so we grew into that together, therefore we experienced all the difficulties together. He really knows what the company uh, sacrificed and went through, I really know what kind of creative and career decisions he had to make and i was there for him and he was there for this so i think it it was a very organic collaboration from the first moment and you know sometimes it's sometimes uh, we are not acting by our role so sometimes uh uh, Cornel is really strict on an edit, and I'm crying in the corner that I wish I could put back uh, <laughs> something mm-hmm. uh, and make a longer movie, which distributors hate. So, so sometimes we are just in this relationship. Sometimes we are just not acting by by our roles. Or sometimes uh, uh, he's more keen to preserve the the savings of the company than I do but the the actual company structure is that he's more of a silent partner so he trusts me to do the whatever businesses the company is dealing with and I have great producing friends and partners we have uh, four in-house producers we really need to mention by name Uh, Judith Sors, Julia Berkes, Esther Yarfash, and and also some some more uh, junior and other lime producer joining our company, and this is really really important for us. So in the full it, name of Cornell, it's Cornell yeah. So I think and the, and the company is shaping like this that we we, we, we met someone who who is important for some reason and it's never only work reason for us and we try to work more and more and try to include them in this community and Proton really works more as a community. The bottom line of it is our, or was our friendship but now it's way more than that. It's a it's a network of, of more people and uh, the girls just as our, all of our colleagues who joined us lately are really, you know, really, really in the in the middle of our heart. So we, we work for for them. And that's important. So this is when I open the door in the morning and I hate producing on Monday, <laughs> normally mm-hmm. till Friday. <laughs> so I, I sometimes it's just really way too difficult. Then I still love the company.
1: What about the role of, of agents for, for the actors? Do you deal a lot with uh, the agents or agencies or... How does that work? For me, it's
0: it's a pretty new thing still because Cornell, at one point, uh, uh, my partner Cornell uh, Mundruzzo, uh, at one point, he was really uh, looked for in in the U.S. as well. So uh, more and more people. Uh, approached him to make an english language project which was a very interesting phase still it is we will premiere right now our first english uh, language movie for him and uh and what there that it's uh, it's called pieces of a woman mm-hmm. it will be premiered when film festival the fact is that agent's world for me is like another planet
1: mm-hmm. and
0: when i arrived to the planet it was like okay i'm going home <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but when I, when I started to realize what kind of very complex uh, uh, effect it can, it can have on your industry life, then I realized that, that without them, practically that part of the world is not even working. So they are financing, packaging, they are uh, uh, looking out for talents. They are, so it's, it's really a very interesting job they are doing with a lot of power, I have to say, because actually they are the one who connects the dots and sometimes they represent uh, certain stars, certain actors, they represent certain uh, uh, star directors, therefore the financiers uh, finance those movies only and only because they give these elements the script and then the financiers convince them to represent the script very well at these uh, stars, so the film can be financed. And if the agent is not interested in that script simply, and or doesn't doesn't think that uh, the script will fit or do uh, any benefit to the represented actor, they, they just won't push it. Meaning the film can get never financed therefore. It's, an, it's really an incredible uh, high level professional job, and a lot depends on it, they're kind of, like, sometimes they can be master of life and, and death. How can they, like, shut down the production, like, if you approach other agents? No, 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 they cannot shut it down. But no, I know, mean, like, financing-wise, you
1: said <laughs> that it's difficult to get finance. No, but, you know, there are
0: certain, for example, if, you are, if you're looking for money uh, for, for a, a bigger budget, you need certain kind of stars and names Otherwise, the film won't get financed. Because mm. this is, this value of the names will give you the financing. If the agents of these value names are just not interested, or they don't think you are good, the script is good, whoever is good behind it, they will just, say, they will just pass. They
1: might not and even if, take it to their client? Exactly. They might <laughs> right. not
0: even take it to their client. Right. And, and they might even say that they did. Our word, our European filmmaking word is still though it has market elements and market angles it's still based on the notion of cultural filmmaking there it's pure business and if it's pure business it will be pure business decisions and agents are very important players for that i'm kind of scared of all of them even the the biggest stars biggest names can be the, the most beautiful humble uh hard-working dedicated people I, I really think it just depends on, you know, the, the, the notion of a star is always like, you know, with a lot of, uh, a lot of difficulties. Actually, uh, the biggest names I have met and worked, I was, I was lucky to work with, like, it was really, really not a, a difficult thing, so like 95% of them. And um,
1: kind of a related area of power. If you, if you could tell us a little bit about uh, the business impact of, of film reviews or film reviewers. It's a bit
0: different here in Europe and, uh, and overseas. I see that the level of professional writers and journalists are really, really high uh, overseas. In, I wouldn't generalize even Europe, but there, there are very, very great uh, uh, journalists here as well. But I believe that the, the power over there is is way more uh, connected to what they say. So that's why they could have this enormous impact on a di- distribution compared to, let's say, a Hungarian journalist who can be even very good. But but people will just. We'll just have a different view on it. I, I might think it differently. So distributors here say that the actual uh, critic of the movie has zero to pop to five percent impact on distribution, which is practically zero. We can say that. Mm. Which, which I'm sure, if we would like to analyze it, we would come to very interesting conclusions. That why why it is like that. Do Hungarians question all the time what's sad in the news? Uh, do like there's a lot of uh, uh, questions around it but obviously one of it is that okay I will see it for myself so you don't Mm -hmm. trust a a film critic not one of it even the best ones you don't trust them enough just to rely on that one person though in 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 the US or in the UK or in France there are many uh, reviewers who are so strong almost iconic that they really have this saying, I think it can be dangerous. I think that um, if this power is given uh, to very few, I mean, obviously with, with 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 the internet, it's given to more and more. Therefore, the level of journalism is going down. Also, if if these very few have very huge impact, then you will you can just find yourself in a situation as a filmmaker. Then your film is from one day to the other it's just like a not not very successful film because like two of them didn't like it so and sometimes they have their own agendas and sometimes have their own uh, cultural agendas and they're just not interested in what of course that a film is a complex thing so it can be good and bad and everything between so it can be a little almost good or almost almost bad it can be many many things so it's hard to put uh, your finger on it, but I would say that, for my taste, compared to a two and a half, three and three and a half, five-year-old work, to to get it done and killed by two reviews, I think it's a bit too harsh. So I, I believe that more opinions has to come together. Rotten Tomatoes, therefore.
1: So wh- what about? Uh Film Festival Awards beca- from a business impact perspective, because you know you, you go to a film and it seems understandably, I would think people are proud of the awards, and before the film starts, it, it received this award or, or that award, the business impact of Film Festival awards and actually how they, how they come to be.
0: Yes, I, I think most of the juries uh, are from industry people. Creative people, sometimes journalists, sometimes actors, directors—like a wide range of uh, uh, industry people—are involved. So they are professionals. It also depends on which festival gives the award. So the the big festivals, so-called A-list festivals, the, and and even within daily festivals like Cannes, Venice, Berlinale, and and some more. They are so important that if you get an award there, they are so highlighted within the industry. If you get an award there, that will have clear and direct uh, value on the market. It will show immediately in the distribution. Though, in the same time, if you don't, but you are selected, in in these competitions it also already have any direct uh, market value Uh, if you are not selected in these you can still participate in many 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 festivals great festivals fantastic events very good professional events and win awards there and that will uh, also add to the value of your movie you just need to find your way but that doesn't mean direct market value immediately you just need to to work it
1: out um, what is your favorite film that you did not have any professional involvement with um, or if you want to name more than one two um, uh, you, you that's okay to do that as, as, as well
0: Wow I have way too many favorites to this question like way too many like every second I could say a different title in this but like let's Let's pick let's pick two for a certain reason. I would pick one of the less known movies of uh, Lars von Trier which is a documentary and it's called Five Obstacles. Like like not many people knows this and if you talk about that author you can think very different style very different uh, provocative uh, content and this five Obstacles is also very provocative but Mm. it's an amazing it's an amazing exciting documentary five obstacles Mm. that's one thing which like it's it's an old movie so it I don't know goes back to 10 years so it's not a new thing and I would pick a very recent one therefore not from last year but from this year a Hungarian movie to really give the respect uh, to our peer and fellow uh, filmmakers it was bak uh, and I don't know the English title of that it was probably mm-hmm. peace time <laughs> uh, and I think it's it's one of the the best Hungarian movies I've seen in the last year so therefore I
1: picked that one thank you thank you I, I would say two, um, and um, just can't get away from them. I, I think any time, if I had a chance uh, to watch them, I, I, I would watch them uh, again and, and again. Um, first one is Citizen Kane, director Orson Welles. Um, just amazing movie, and, and Victoria, you would know a lot more about this than I, but I understand that so many of the techniques that Orson Welles used were breakthrough techniques at the time in terms of the shooting and that kind of thing and the jumping around in, in, in time, um, just an amazing, uh, compelling uh, film. Uh, and the second one, not surprisingly, has a very strong uh, Hungarian uh, connection, is Casablanca uh, with the famous Hungarian uh, director uh, uh, Imre Kertes. Um, and also, as part of the one of the, the hero uh, or one of the heroes in the movie, the character's name Victor Laszlo um, uh, is is in it. Um, again, a very compelling, uh, timeless movie. Ingmar uh, Bergman, Humphrey Bogart, you can't can't go wrong uh, there. Um, and um, so that would be my uh, my, my second one. So uh, does that pass? or those Oh okay? yeah, I can identify
0: with uh, those as well. Okay.
1: Um, <laughs> And and thank you so much for for, uh, coming today, uh, Victoria. Uh, We we appreciate it uh, so much. Uh, This is Theodore Boone uh, for the Corvinus Business Intelligence Podcast, a production of the Budapest Investment Club of Corvinus University of Budapest. We leave you today with these words spoken by Benjamin Franklin, an investment in knowledge pays the best interest. Thank you.